What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm going to say this, man. You got to have the heart. And I, I told somebody, I went live on my Instagram. They were like, man, Jay Rich, I want to do what you're doing. I said, man, if you ain't willing to lose it all and give it all, man, you're not ready for entrepreneurship. Turn my mic up. For you. Take that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. We have, we have, we have, we have the queen in the building today. We have a special, special guest. We got Miss Jay Rich, Rich Gang in the building. What's up, Jay Rich? Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me. I'm very, like, I really appreciate this or whatever because a lot of people would have took it the wrong way as, oh, I've been trying to get with her. And honestly, I just wanted the perfect time to actually tell you, like, the story and the whole timeline of what's actually going on. No doubt. Listen, man, I love it. Everything happens on God's time, man. So when, when it's when it's time, it's time. If it's meant it's to time, be, baby. be. You know what I mean? And it's time now. So listen, let's get okay. into it. Um, you've been moving and shaking. You've been doing some things, man. You've been getting out there. I've been seeing you all over YouTube and telling your story and all type of craziness. But listen, you haven't been on Truck and Hustle yet. I said, we need no, to- No, I have not. I gotta be on here, baby. This, I gotta be right here. Right no doubt. Now. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. So we here. So first of all, how are you? How, 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 how are you personally? How are things with you right now? Man, I'm just right now taking everything in, like seriously, you know, uh, I'm very blessed. You know, I have not yet got too excited about what's going on and these blessings that have been coming my way. But I guess, you know, after going through so much, it's like when, you know, you finally in a position to sit back and actually appreciate and actually see, you know, things that you prayed about come into, you know, reality. It's like, man, is this really happening? So I guess it haven't hit me yet. But like, you know, I'm just taking it all in. And just really not focus on just myself, just making sure that I got people aligned that are taken care of. Because I, you know, after watching so many people, and especially I remember seeing Rick Ross said that if you're not taking care of your team, then, you know, you're not going to get nowhere. So mm. I guess because I haven't took care of me yet. Mm. And, like, I got people that make more money than me at my own company. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here looking at what is going on right that's crazy that's crazy and and it's dope man because you have truly had the um the 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 true journey you you you, you're a driver you know what i mean and you are transitioning to business entrepreneurship doing big things you you got a lot going on so we we're going to talk about it so people who don't know first of all let let, let's kind of let's kind of start with what you're doing currently, and then we're going to rewind and we're going to go back to the beginning. So tell everybody what you have going on currently, and then we'll stop there. We ain't going to talk too much about it. We're going to start from the beginning. We're going to see how you got there. All right. Okay. All right, cool. Right now, I'm basically um, working, managing, um, you know, leading 
my fleet. You know, I have a fleet right now and, you know, I'm just building the foundation right now and just trying to make this thing bigger than I can ever imagine. You know, it's coming pretty quickly. I'm growing pretty quickly, but you know, uh, like I'm actually having my first conference meeting tomorrow with my team because I feel that, uh, you know, when things move quickly, it's like, if you don't have, um, if you don't get your structure together, it can, it can come and it can, you know, clash and everything. So right, right now I'm just building, uh, making sure I take my time just because the numbers looking good. I don't tap into everything. Right. Um, I have to turn down business because, you know, I just don't have the manpower and stuff like that. So <sighs> I'm just, um, right now just finding balance, you know, like, you know, trying to, you know, deal with personal life on top of, you know, this business and everything, everything is pretty much, it's not new for me, but it's new, you know, I mean, I started off as a driver and then, you know, I knew going before going into trucking school that I want to own my own trucking company, you know, it's just getting out the mud. That's it. So right right now I'm just uh, finding balance. I'm structuring, I'm streamlining you know, processes as much as possible to make sure that, you know, I feel like I'm held accountable for these people to make sure that they be able to, as we grow, I can set everybody up to have a career-based company where, you know, you can be here for a long time right. and don't have to worry about switching companies. Like everything is just cool. <laughs> right, right, right. For sure. Right. I I, I want to say first, you have such dope energy, like your, your energy just shines through. Like I could tell, like, <laughs> It is it's dope. You know, you 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 meet certain people and we're virtually meeting, but right, even right. though we're virtually meeting, like you could feel their spirit and you could feel their energy and their excitement and their passion about what they what they do. You know what right. I'm saying? And I, and I can see that you have that just in just, just by your smile and how happy you are to be <laughs> in you. position. You know what I mean? The where you where yeah. you're at today. So yeah. let, let let's let's get into your story a little bit. Um, where where where, where are you from? Let's let's talk about you know where you from. You know your your beginnings, early years. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, well I'm from Houston. I'm in Houston. I was, H- I was trying to say H Town. H Town. <laughs> Houston. I never heard Houston. That's a new one. <laughs> H Town. Like Houston. Okay, H Town. Houston. Houston. A lot of people don't know. H-Town, so I, okay, I'm from Houston, Texas, a.k.a. H-Town, you know, H-Town. born and right here, uh, haven't lived anywhere else. I mean, I can say that because I lived in my truck for some time, so I was able to visit a lot of places. But, yeah, I'm originally here. Um, some of my background before then, I was the special person that basically, stepped, you know, stepped out outside the environment you know i could have went one way or i could have went this way you know so i was the person that you know out of my family members you know did that and i'm the only child okay I big family um i went to college got my degree but before that i was already working in corporate america you know i started off as a file clerk my first job was 18 years old file clerk you know at an accounting firm and it was just a little contract i did and i was like oh i like this so the last part of the contract, it was three months. And I remember going into um, the office and the lady's like, hey, we don't need you anymore in accounting, but, you know, in supply chain, they need you in, you know, supply chain procurement and everything. I was like, okay. I'm looking like, what the hell is that? Right, 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 right. right. What's procurement? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I went uh, for the last three months of my contract and um, I ended up doing such a good job there that they extended for another six months. So, um I was working through agencies, you know, starting off or whatever. And I ended up, um, they didn't need me anymore. 
because they was actually going to a different uh, state. And so she told me, hey, I have this guy that I'm, you know, business partners with. I do a lot of business. He needing a junior buyer. And so I was like, okay. He was like, um, I'm going to set you up for an interview and see if, you know, if you meet his qualifications. But I did put a good word in. Okay. So um, I ended up working for the guy as a junior buyer. So basically a buyer, um, I bought parts for the company, but it's okay. way more detailed than that. Like I basically had to negotiate contracts, negotiate rates, you know, find suppliers, find distributors that match, you know, what is that we were doing. So all this was in the oil field. You know okay. what I'm saying? Working for oil and gas companies. Gotcha. And so I started off as a junior buyer. Um, I remember being 20 years old, making $20 because I thought I was big boss. You know, <laughs> I, I remember that rap song was like, uh, we in room 222. And I was like, baby, I'm 20, making $20. So you can't tell me nothing. Like, <laughs> it was like, we made it. We made it. 20 making $20. Yeah, I was making, I started out making $11 an hour at 18. I swear, I just worked my behind up all the way to 20 years old. I got that $20. Um, you know, I was making $20 an hour or whatever. And that's when I started tapping into, you know, you start off as a, um, procurement assistant and then it was i mean a purchasing assistant then you go from a junior buyer then a junior buyer you're a regular buyer then regular buyer you're a senior buyer then i was working my way up the ladder okay you know so this is like 10 years to go ahead and fast forward 10 years into this corporate america right my last job i was doing was a um i was managing um a um oh goodness how can i put this Ways and turns where everybody can. Basically, I was ma- I was managing a project. Okay. 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 It was for um, they were trying to basically do um, piping or piping or whatever, where it was running from all the way from uh, mid uh, like Midwest all the way up to like North North uh, North Dakota. Okay. So that was a project that I was managing. Just a billion dollar project that I was managing and stuff, right? And during the time, man, I'm sitting up there, and um, within probably a year later in the project. They had this little, you know, little clear person coming around, right? And um, and you know, the the man was like, "Hey, you know, I, I need you, um, you know, you're doing your thing, Jay, but we need we need you to um help. She you're gonna need some help on this project because it's expanding." Okay. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, now previous conversations with the same guy was like, "Hey, we know after this project that we want to go ahead and promote you to a higher position." Okay. So, all right, cool. You know, I was making damn good money. Like I was making $55 an hour, you know what I'm saying? And um, they started me off at 35 then 45. Then as the project expand, I started, they just started, you know, right. adding money to it. So I'm looking like, man, I'm making money and all this stuff. Then they, they got this little person walking in or whatever. So I'm like, it's like, hi, you know, um, I'm so going to with you and, you know, learning everything that you, you know, um, do. Really? Mm, yeah. Okay, cool. So what I did was I had I said, baby, I ain't about to teach you nothing. So I was like, these questions. And I just I used to just die seriously. I used to send her stuff and she's like, I can't read this. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. The, the subject is right here. You know, you got this piping right here, this location, and this right. is about calling me, you know, try to negotiate and everything. Oh, well, how do I negotiate? Oh, just sell, just ask for a low price. That's right, it. right. You know, because you already so, know what it's hitting for. You know she right. didn't take your job. <laughs> exactly, man. So, okay, fast forward. I got called into the office. Um, 
hey Jay, you know, we we appreciate everything that's going on, and you um you really is uh, doing a great job on this project, and you're giving us the best rates here and the best. At the, it's not rates; it was you know pricing, you know. But I've been in trucking, so it's rates. Right, right, right. Now, now it's rates. There right, you go. right. Well, you know, you're getting all this or whatever, but you know, um, yeah, she tell us that you you know you really haven't been really training her. I said, well, you know, this um, project, I mean, it's, you know, a billion dollar project. So, you know, I have to really be attentive to this to make sure there's no slip ups and whatever. You know, I'm talking to the project managers, the engineers and everybody else that's a part of this project. So I really don't have the time to just sit here and train, you know. Right. So the guy was like, oh, okay. well, you know, um, we're going to need you to train her. Like it was like I said, oh, and I just told you I don't have the time to. Mm. So nobody was working this project or whatever. So yeah, it got to the point where it's like two months later, I already knew they was not gonna hire me for that position. I seen the route they was taking. They actually got somebody else that she can sit with and learn. And then I was like, okay, so this girl about to take over. They gonna kick me up out of here. What's next? Right. So I started interviewing. Um, during the time that I felt that it was time for me to make a change, I had three interviews. I had one with the school um, district. It was a, uh, it was the uh, assistant vice president for their uh, supply chain. So I was going to manage the school district's uh, warehousing. You okay. know, I went for the big position. I didn't get it, but they wanted me to come back for the um, assistant position. They already had hired somebody for the VP, so I was going to be the assistant. VP to manage all the operations and the warehousing and all that stuff, right? Okay. So, I, I mean, I didn't get the first one, but they told me, just come in for the interview for the board conference, because it was like 12 of them in the room. And they said, just come in. You basically had the job, you know? That was a six-figure job. I also had another interview with the company that owns the, um, basically the um, the lights and stuff, the um, traffic lights. Yeah. I had an interview with those people. They wanted me to basically be the senior buyer, but they was paying almost around the same amount for the school district. Okay. I had an interview. They sent me an offer letter. Okay. The last one was a position in Lake Charles. Basically, they had a um, they had an oil, oil rig or whatever location. They just needed me to be in a trailer to manage the operations and stuff. That was paying big money. So basically, I had the job. You know, it was like I was going to be out and then I'd be back in Houston on weekends and stuff. I had that. Man, I sat back, I swear. And I told myself, I said, you know what? I'm tired of working for people. Mm. I said, oh, I'm going to sit up here. Either I'm going to continue to work for people. I know I'm better than it. Like, man, this is why these people offering money. And it clicks to me because when I had got someone that's paying me over $100,000 with the bonuses, benefits, everything, I'm like, man, I can make that money myself. Right. You know, I sat right. back and had a reality check. So I go to my mom and then my family, my immediate family. I said, guys, you know, I had a friend of mine that came to me. He quit corporate America five years before I did. He was okay. more of the customer service, but he worked himself all the way up to. Um, all right, guys. Truck and Hustle has now partnered with Transpo CFO powered by Venning. Transpo CFO offers a streamlined monthly subscription for businesses to consolidate their accounting, payroll and tax needs into one flat monthly rate, saving businesses a tremendous amount of time and money while making their financial operations much smoother for the long road ahead. Check out Transpo CFO in the description below and tell them Truck and Hustle sent you. Now, let's get back to the show like customer service manager and he told me he said jay you know i'm out here i'm doing my truck and i own 20 trucks whoa man when does that happen how many 20 in 20 five trucks. years okay cool trucks gotcha. so he was like yeah man he started showing me the money 
he starts showing me like how he's doing things. I'm just like, oh, okay, that's what I need to be doing too, you know? Right, right, right. right. He said, Jay, you got way more hustle than me and you way more smarter than me. Just point by period. You get into this, man, I know you're going to do good, you know, with your brains and your hustle alone. So I just like, and so you you make it how much again? Right. So I the numbers and stuff. I said, oh yeah. So I went then. I went to my immediate family. I said, listen, I'm getting ready to quit this, you know, supply chain and all that stuff. I knew supply chain. The only part of it I didn't know was logistics when it comes down to trucking. Right. I knew every bit of it, the core and everything is just that's the piece I didn't know. I told them I'm gonna go get my CDLs and learn how to drive trucks, and I'm on my own trucking company. Hmm. My people say you losing your goddamn mind. <laughs> you, <laughs> they say you done fell and bumped your head. Man, listen, so so I, so so to paint the picture, you have three job offers right now, right? Three job offers. Okay, and you're like, and man, for, forget day, all of that. Yeah, one day I'm gonna do the video, and I'm gonna print out. I gotta go through my old email because it's not on this one that I have. But I'm gonna print out those those offers of those right. people, basically like, hey. You right. got the job. I had to go to that conference with the school district and they pretty much was like, hey, we couldn't give you the VP, but assistant VP because I didn't have a lot of experience on, you know, I guess that high of chain of command. Right. So it was like, we need you though. We can we can groom you into something major. I right. said that to my So she thinking when I tell her, I'm gonna go get my city of mama, like I'm not about to do that. Girl, you didn't lost your goddamn mind. <laughs> <'Cause I'm> like, <laughs> you know, my mama, yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> My mama have seen me literally get it out the mud with corporate America law. She's seen me, you know, I've went all the way and got my green belt, Six Sigma, and I've got oh, yeah? six. Okay. Yeah. And I have my uh, purchasing. I have a procurement uh, purchasing certification. That certification alone is almost $2,000 back, yeah. back then. So I have those credentials on top of going to college, getting my degree. I, I was pregnant going to college. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about, I used to wobble up them stairs and when, when the elevator's done, cause I went to, you know, HB, you know how they go. So, you yeah, know, sometimes yeah, yeah. elevators working, sometimes they don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't care, baby. You know, this is historical black college, baby. I'm representing it. Right. So, Facts. My teachers, I have where my teacher had, uh, one of my professors had sent me uh, something, a long letter saying, I've never seen somebody so determined. So my mama knowing that girl, you didn't got your degree. You didn't got these certifications. You got all this, and you telling me you trying to get a CDL to be a trucker. And right. I told her, I said, I'm gonna own my own corporate America. You know, and I plan to do an interview with my mama just, you know, just to, right. you know, for somebody to, to see get her like, perspective and see what she yeah, was going through at that I time. Mean, she's gonna tell you, like <laughs> I told her, she lost her damn mind. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I remember sitting in the living room. Everybody just faces like. You, why would you do that? Like, why would you, you know, everybody was just frowning, looking at me like I'm crazy and stuff at the time because, you know, I had just recently got, you know, divorced from my son's father. You know, we still have a good relationship and stuff. And I knew I was going to need some help with, if I'm going to be on the road, mom, I need you to step in, help me uh, watch my son. And the last was going to be him. So I told him, I said, listen, I'm going, my mama know when I have my mind made up, baby, I'm going. I said, September, I started trucking school. Oh, so you didn't already just made it your way to go ahead and call the people. You know, and I'm just like, I'm a grown-ass woman, woman. What's wrong with you? you know? <laughs> so right, right, I right. Just, I had to block out that. I told myself, I said, if you continue to just allow people to sit up here and tell you how you need to live your life, Jay, you would never meet your best you. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. 
I talked to my son's father. I said, listen, I'm going to need you to step up. I'm going to need you to, you know, I said, if it was the shoe was on the other foot, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So he knew how I was. He was like, man, go and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? I got him. You know, now if it was a girl, I don't think I'd be able to leave my baby, you know, but <laughs> I said, he need to be around his dad anyway. You know right, 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 right. Um, exactly. You know, and I'm blessed to have that bond. And I'm blessed. I tell him all the time how much I appreciate him for, you know, my back yeah. during this time of me, you know, trying to do this for him at the end right. of the day. Right. So, you know, fast forward now, I remember having a conversation just recently with my mama. She was riding the truck and she said, man, you did it. She mm. said, I'm glad you didn't listen to me. I'm glad that you did. Yeah, she called me. She called, she, she tell everybody, my, my daughter's a strong cookie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sh- I'm sharp. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, oh, you can't tell her nothing. When she put her mind to something, you're not going to be able to tell her That's nothing. That's a fact, man. Yeah. I mean, literally, what you did was, like, damn near borderline crazy. Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're decorated. You have all the credentials to do. Right. You you have time in this procurement um field, like, you, you you can you, you have three job offers on the table. Right. Like there's, there's no reason to just shift and just start something totally new. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I said, man, you know what? And then I think it was more so at the time that was a friend, my, an ex-friend of mine. Um, and I'm going to tell you about that too. But that was an ex-friend of mine that when he showed me that and said, he said, man, you you can do this, Jay. Like, you're going to be great at this. Like, you need to get into this. Like, you can run your own stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, of course... I'm not going to lie. Originally, I got into trucking for the money. But then during the time, I grew a passion. Like I always say, I grew, I instantly grew a passion for the hustle. Like, man, it's like, you know, you can go out here and do what you're supposed to do, grind hard, and you can, you, you know what I'm saying, you're going to reap the benefits just like yeah. that, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened, man. I started off at uh, Stevens Transport. And, uh, man, I when I tell you, uh, I think three months into Stevens Transport, I was in a magazine, they, their magazine, their company, yeah. Oh, and yeah? I, yeah, man, like, okay. I made for myself there. I really did. Like, I got, I had uh, built a relationship with the dispatchers and my DM and, um, you know, some of the head people and stuff there in the office or whatever, and they just like, man, so I came through. It was funny because there's other guy that's here. I don't know if you know D-Raj, but D-Raj is supposed to be the king of Stevens Transport, right? Okay. So, and it's like he see me. He he started hearing about me. Like, oh, you the queen. Oh, you run things over here. You know what I'm saying? So we can still have our battles um, there. Yeah. So, like, you know, I just learned early on being in corporate. It's so important to build relationships. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, so your first, but you know, I never really just had no attitude, nothing like that. So from there, um, I said, you know what? I want to go into this oil field because I was trying to get closer to home. And um, they were offered more money. So from there, Stevens Transport had a separate division called the Tanker Division. Okay. So that's when uh, when I joined that, that's when I started YouTubing. But it was it was more so like me just I was talking and I was, you know, telling about the oil field. And man, when I tell you stuff was just started going viral, like it's a woman there. And it was way it was women that was doing it way before me. You right. feel me? But. I'm just like, oh, let me just, you know, do this. You know, I'm doing my little YouTube and hey, right. I, I used to cook in my truck and everything. So, man, I remember pulling up at uh, one of our sites about to get offloaded. You know, I'm minding my own business. I don't really talk to people, stuff like that. Right. Man, everybody on the CP, Jay Ridge, what's up, baby? I'm like. <laughs> you a, you a star out there. You a yeah, celebrity. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 we got a star on the field. It's Jay Ridge pulling up. What's up, baby? So it's like. Nah, what is that's, love. that's love that's love i was just like man 
yeah. so that part that's when i start getting known on youtube and uh you know about everything just like everybody knew me from the cooking and then sometimes i used to cook for the guys while we was out there okay they like man they used to go they make their own little person man jay rich to cook y'all i'm eating all <laughs> my food and stuff like that. <laughs> and, and it's you know, and it's a blessing to still have them, you know, around supporting me because I've seen some messages from a lot of them that, you know, to repost my stuff and say, man, I remember being in the oil for this girl and she was out here grinding. Like she was out here hustling more than the men, you know, nice. like y'all out here, I'm out here rain. I'm talking about, I remember being in the rain, the mud. I'm still offloading my truck. I'm pulling 40 foot um, hoses on my back and everything. Mm. I'm like, well, I'm about to get out. But I loved it. You know, I don't mm. know. It's something about that. That I love, like man, I feel like I was working. I'm making my money. You know, you can't tell me nothing. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. I felt stoppable at that moment. You yeah, feel me? So, no doubt. So that was the part of trucking, and then oil field dropped. So I called myself. I said, you know what? I'm gonna go run for this one company. But I had in my mind that I want to buy my first truck. Okay. So in December of 2018, going into January 2019, man, I bought my first truck. That was uh, everybody knew, Big Baby Blue. I bought <laughs> it was a 2006 Coronado Freightliner with a million miles on that man. Why did I buy the truck, Lord? <laughs> I just thought you couldn't tell me nothing. I got it for a good deal, man. And um, I remember just you know my mom was with me when I was at the lot, and I just you know I cashed out. I was like, man, I'm about to get this truck and all this stuff. So I posted. It was like, man, you got your truck within a year and all this stuff. Right, right, right. And, I'm talking about when March hit, everything just went downhill, man. Mm. I'm talking you anything you could think of was wrong with that truck. It was happening, you know. And I, I told myself somebody had said, You stupid for buying a million mile truck and you're not even a mechanic. Mm. And so when, you know, at first I got a feeling like, man, who the hell you kind of stupid? Then I thought about like, damn, you all right, dog. Like, I don't know about no <laughs> I was like, I don't know nothing about no um fixing up no no trucks or nothing like that so right yeah then um so i caught myself i was trying to grow a fleet last year in the beginning of the year right so then i got into a bad contract with it was another truck while my truck was in the shop i was going to lease on to this company okay and at the time you remember that ex-friend i was telling you about right mm -hmm. i was leased on to him i had problems with my truck my last check man he basically was, I said, man, I'm going to have to use this truck to fix, I mean, this money to pay, you know, to fix on my truck or whatever. And then he, I don't know, he got with some, his administrative team ended up taking all my money off the check. And let me tell you, I had grossed out like over $11,000. I have the um, paperwork. Like I said, one day, and I'm not going to blast him or put his company on blast and right. like that. Right. Because, you know. I, I'm I go from the old school G code, you know, sooner or later you gonna if if not, you gonna get yours, you know. 100%. But yeah, so it was just like, man, like that it hurt me more than anything because you knew what I was trying to do. But I think because I was moving too fast, it was like, oh man, she really out here doing it. Oh man, she really probably gonna pass me up or something like that. It wasn't mm. like, oh, I got your back or nothing like that, like he had. So, you know, that relationship ended. It was a friendship or whatever that that ended or whatever. So I'm going through it. The pe the people I was gonna lease on the truck with had told me there was a guy. So while my truck, I ended up putting my truck in the shop. You know, okay. I said, pay for it, whatever. Big case. blue, right? Big okay. baby, big baby <laughs> so blue. I get a call from the people that I was gonna go ahead and lease to because I had found another company. They told me that it was a guy that basically um, he had a truck and he was he he went to the doctor. The doctor said he got less than a year to let um to live. Oh, wow. He's 
the people told me that he only had like two more years to pay off the truck and he's looking for somebody just to pass it on to, right? That was my truck called Coco, okay? Mm, <laughs> and so okay. I tried, I, so I was like, yeah, yeah. So they flew me out the floor. I'm talking about put me in a nice hotel. I met the guy, got the truck. So boom, I had got my, uh, I got Coco. It was a 20, it was a 2013 or 2014 International with the Cummins and everything. It was okay. a decent a starter truck or whatever. Yep. And um, I had got that truck or whatever, and I was running, running, running with those people. So for two weeks, then Big Baby Blue come out. I said, okay, cool. I had a friend of mine had hit me up, and he was like, man, I'm looking for some work or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, I had another friend was telling me about the oil field, how I was jumping at the time. So Big Baby Blue was an automatic. It was a new tr- uh, the new tradition, automatics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like all the way, you know, together and all that crap. So I put it out there in the oil field, man. Why I do that? A week later, <laughs> the damn truck wouldn't even go and drive, man. I'm just like, then the next day, I was like, what? So I'm like, all right, man, look, I'm about to get somebody, come out there, come get the truck, go fix it. Next right. day, man, I don't know what happened. It's oil everywhere. Like, it, 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 I'm like, I said, what oh you mean? So I'm going back and forth with the mechanic shop because I'm like, yo, y'all had my truck. For all this time, y'all was supposed to fix this. They was like, okay, what we're going to do is get one of our tow trucks, come pull it, and see what's going on. So they hit me up, man. Now, look, the first time we went up in there, being that it was an older truck, me remember the man said, you stupid for buying the old truck. I was like, okay, I knew I was going to have to spend some money to fix this old truck up. So, okay, cool. Right. Man, I picked up that, quoted me for $12,000 that it's going to take to fix the truck. Mm. And I'm like... <laughs> What the hell? First of all, it took about at least three weeks just to get it back to the shop. So I'm losing money, you know, with with that situation. So I'm running Coco. That's the international. I'm running Coco and um, just trying to just, man, just stay afloat, you know. And uh, when they told me the price, I was like, all right, man, I'm going to have to just get rid of that truck. And I had a personal, you know. Right, right. That was your first baby. That that was was the baby. Yeah, yeah. So it was like when that happened, I'm telling you, I felt like my world started crashing in. I mean, anything, I mean, everything just started crashing in in my life, you know, at the time. And I can feel myself losing myself. Like it it, it was like I didn't know, but I felt it that I was getting into a depression. I started feeling like a failure because these people that I contract with the um with Coco. I told him, I said, look, man, y'all not really having me. Like, I'm out here running and stuff, but I'm not making the money. Like, I'll talk to the, the dispatch, and she'll try to do this. And, I mean, it was like a bunch of bullshit with that. So I told him I wasn't making no money, man. I'm, I'm going to take the truck somewhere else. Oh, you didn't read your contract. What's what you mean? Like, I got this truck from this man. Yeah, but, you know, um, being that, you know, um, something about he had got a discount with them, and he had to be with them for at least a year in order to move the truck around, right? So what mm. they did was reverse the contract. And at the time, I'm desperate. I just need something to get into and right. because it was in the shop or whatever. I didn't, I guess I just was just signing, you know, right. and, I, and I'm like, what? So I go back to the contract. Basically, they put another three, uh, another three years on, you know, how, you know, it was a year first, but now they put three years on the contract and stuff, oh, right? Wow. Oh yeah, it was a bunch of BS. I told myself, all right, cool. We're gonna go ahead, we're gonna go hood on this stuff. I called and said, listen, 
man, uh, man, I got a lot of things going on in my family, and um, I need to find somebody to take over on, on the truck and everything. Oh, and can we help out? Mm-mm, y'all can't help out. I'm gonna find somebody. I found this guy out in Atlanta. I told him exactly. Listen, man, this is the situation. You know, if you want the truck, this kind of money that I was making, I said it wasn't enough for me to be an owner operator, be running like all over the place. So God was like, man, nah, I want it, I want it. He flew out there, got that truck. I was out the contract. Mm. You know, so he ended up taking my spot in the contract where I didn't have got to you, just like you took the other guy's spot. Exactly, exactly. So then, uh, <clears throat> from there, we went from uh, God. What happened? Okay, so blue. I'm dealing with blue. So I tell the shop, I'm like, yo, I can't I can't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just leave the truck alone. I don't have the money to sit up here and be trying to pay. Like I've been I was spending money in that truck. It don't make no sense. It was just like a money pit. You feel right. me? So I have to face my reality and like, yo, you're gonna have to let it go, JP. You know what I'm saying? So this happened like around, I believe, in a March going into April of 2019, that you know, I had somebody basically get the truck and I, the way I got rid of it, man, the money I got from that, it, it wasn't even, it, <laughs> I felt like I slapped myself in the face, you know, mm. because I couldn't just put a high ticket on there being that the situation of the truck. Right. So everybody like, don't sell it. You know, I'm like, man, I don't have the money to just go out here and, into it. and I ain't gonna lie like I was very prideful to go back as a company driver like man I'm not about to do this like man I was an on operator and all that stuff but I told myself I said you know what you have to do what you got to do so fast forward April I got rid of I got rid of blue April hits here right I had one of my homeboys come out man we need to go to Richie Brothers or whatever the auction place, man. They got they got these deals on the day cash, Jay. You go out here and pull you some containers and all this stuff. Me still listen to friends. Me still listen to stuff. These these homeboys of mine, right? So I'm just like, man, I do got I got this little bread up in here. You know how much you think I can get a day cash, man? Now nah, we get, we get a whole bunch of them. I just put you under my ticket so you get yours. So I went to Fort Worth, man. Met him at Richie Brothers. And I swear to God, I remember pulling off, y'all. I swear to God, about five miles, that truck said, boom! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Stop! That damn dashboard lit it up like a, a Christmas tree. I was like, bro, his ass, he on the sideline. <laughs> he rolling by like this in his truck. So I'm like, man, I said, no, I'm looking like this. He said, you doing this. Pull up, pull over. So I... I, luckily, I was able to exit the highway <laughs> and pull over my truck. And stuff. Oh my god! We popped it, man. It's smoke everywhere. He looking uh, me like, damn, Jay. I think shout you got to Richie Brothers. Yeah, Richie Brothers. <laughs> he looked at me. The fool gonna tell me, like, oh man, you know, because my boys they treat me like I'm one of the guys. You know, he said, he talking, man, my dude. I think, I think you got one of the bad ones. <laughs> I looked at him, I said, bro, I'll bust you in your face right now, man. Like, dog, I told y'all didn't have no money. Like, you gonna put me in this situation? Like, dog, like, I just, I just started crying. But it was like an anger cry. Like, man, I knew I should never listen to you. And listen, this and that. He's like, now, nah, man, just, we gonna figure it out. I said, man, who gonna fix my truck, man? I didn't put all my money into this. Oh, this my thing. God. I'm thinking like, yo. Okay, I can run this truck. Like I'm already in this. The, this the worst thing you can do in trucking is run numbers that you do not have. Now I used to run numbers that I did not have. Well, I'm mm. gonna make this kind of money for the first week, and then this because I already had what I was gonna um, do the containers at in um, 
Houston and stuff like that. Day cab, I'm home with my son. I thought everything was going to work out and stuff. Yeah. Man, that situation happened. I was just like, man. So <laughs> before I got into trucking, I, I was going to buy me a home. But reading that, you know, I, I did my time and seeing that the money was going to make, I said, don't make sense. I had a little bread put up from corporate America. I had withdrawn my 401k, but I left it in the savings. I didn't touch it, right? So <clears throat> I told myself, I said, man, I'm sitting up there and that money gone because I cashed out on the truck thing. I was going to make more money. Just like I said, I was counting money that I did not have. Mm. Then uh, bought this gin Coco with bad, bad contract. Wasn't really making money like that. And then this day cab, it just wasn't making money like that. So man, <laughs> at this time, you know, I, I was at my mom's house because I used to have, I had my stuff still there and I'd be in and out because I was in and out the truck. I get home. You know how mama is. I don't know why your ass got in trucking in the first place. I like it. I said, boy, woman, if you ain't my mom, if you were my mama the way I'm feeling right now, you better leave me alone. You know, like. like right, right, right. <laughs> she had to just add insult to injury. Man, I told you. I told mama, you. That is her. She ain't all of it. Now, listen. All I had to do was go get this job over here, make a little money, but now you. I'm old, my own cup. Like, I'm like, mama. You want to be Miss Truck Driver. <laughs> I, I remember getting so mad. I had a, I had a 2003 F-150 truck, man, that paid off. I just did not want no other truck, nothing like that. So oh, I paid man. all my stuff out there in the damn truck. I said, man, I can't deal with this. I'd rather have my piece sleeping in my own vehicle than have to deal with your mouth telling me about my mistakes and what I did. I paid all my stuff up, man. I remember just sitting up there just like... God, why? Why why you doing me like that, God? Like I was right here, man, and you just you just I'll crumble, right? Right. So like, hold on. So at this point, did you say to yourself, maybe I did make a mistake? Maybe Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Listen to the friends. That's number one. Adding money that you did not have, that's number two. Right. And sitting up there rushing the process. And let me tell you why I did what I did. I did that because I felt that. You know, I'm going to show everybody that I can do it. I'm going to show my family and, and, you know, all these nuns say is that, yo, just what I did, I did this. So I feel like my heart wasn't right going into it, you know. Right. And now looking back, I was not. What I'm doing now, God knew I was not prepared for it last year. Right. You feel? He had to literally bring me down, humble me. I had to sit back. I had to clear lanes. I had to clear circle. A lot of people that was around me wasn't for me. I had to sit back and see this stuff, you know? And it's like, I didn't see it at first because I'm just like, I'm coming in. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. I'm about to do this and stuff. Trying to, you know, show it instead of just sitting back and just appreciating, you know, what God had for you is for you. You know, mm. you, don't, you don't have to prove nobody wrong and stuff, right? No doubt. So <laughs> fast forward, you know, I end up going to, I got a call. One of my homeboys was like, yo, man, they, um, this company was running a deal where, uh, I can get a truck from Freightline or Lisa and, you know, running that company. And so to my man, Jay, Hey man, it's a start, you know, you can start off right here. Maybe get your money back up or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I went out to this company and don't get me wrong. They were good people, man. I was able to really stack me up some money at the being in the hole, still in the hole. Cause I was maxing out my credit cards, trying to survive, trying to figure out my next move. Like that literally took me like a whole month to just sit there and be like, man, what am I going to do with my life? Like everything just started crashing, you know? So I, I was uh, with my best friend. 
And she was telling me, she's like, man, just come over here. You know, I got you, whatever. I was just like, bro, I remember being so depressed, man. I used to just eat up all kind of cookies and donuts. (laughs) I had my friends. It was so bad, man. I didn't have money like that. So the only time I used my credit card, because I didn't want my son to look at me like, you know, well, mommy, why are we living like this? And why are we over here? You know, that was his godmama, godmama house. And, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to have our own place? And he's asked questions like that. Well, can we get this? Can we get peace? So I swear to God, like my credit card, I used to just, I can go back to the statements. I used to just buy stuff just for him. We got Chuck E. Cheese, Walmart toys, Pizza Hut, all that was because I was still right. trying to balance how to keep this lifestyle for him right while i had my friends that would cash at me fifty dollars hundred dollars like like dog just you know what i'm saying we got you you know what i'm saying this is you know it, it was man it was terrible so mm. finally i told my people i said listen i'm about to, i gotta get back on this road i gotta go make my money you know and i guess everybody just seen how <laughs> depressed i was it was like i didn't hear a lot of mouth well do what you gotta do you know everybody was to that point was just like man almost feeling bad for me like right you know, i say too much because we see what she went through and stuff like that so as i got when i got back on the road somehow i built this self-confidence and I, I told myself i said listen something clicked in my head like all right jay you didn't sit up here went through all this you didn't fail now you got the blueprint of what not to do why quit now mm. so i swear it was just a light bulb went off man and i was like okay all right, well, you know, I could do it this way. And I, now I know what to do. And now I know how to how to move now because at first I didn't have that. The people I thought was for me wasn't for me because they kept on putting me in a hole every time I asked for advice. So now I have my own blueprint of how I want to do things. So during the time from September, and I went to another company because I was making more money at that company. And uh, I went to the other company. I started making more money and stuff. With January hit, or whatever. Um, I was talking to my grandmother. I, I can hear it was time. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I said, I was telling her, I said, Grandmother, I'm going to get home May 1st. I'm going to open up my own company and I'm going to be here with you. You know, she was telling me about every time I talked to her, she was hurting and stuff. And I said, Man, I miss all this time from being in this truck, being on the road and trying to so focused on trying to get this business started that, you know, the ones that's most important, I was missing that time with them. Mm. I told her May 1st, granted, I'm doing this. She was the only person that really knew what I was building, what I was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, she was like, well, baby, you know, I know you're going to do it. And I'm here. And, you know, just see me. Just call when you can to see when you can and all that stuff. Right. So um, during that time, I get a a message from Tiffany. Tiffany contacted me. And uh, this is uh, she's the one that uh, basically, man, she. Whew, that girl is like a blessing to me for real because she called me and I mean, no, she missed me. She's like, man, I love what you're doing. She said, I just want to help you. You know, can let's, let's talk about, you know, some things that you're trying to pre- prepare for your future. I was already saying that, you know, by February, I'm going to start working on trying to, you know, how can I get the process moving on, getting my own authority and stuff. I had built up my, my funds. Yeah. I was still kind of like in the hole with my credit situation, but I was working on that. So that everything was in the recovering phase. Mm. And I was telling her, I told her everything, you know, what was going on. I said, yeah. She said, well, Jay, I can do that. I, I help with authority set up and all that. I said, okay. I said, well, you know, how much will it be or whatever? And she was like, no, she said, you know, I tell you, I want to help you. I was like, I, I mean, you know, huh? Like, yeah. Right, right, right. I, right. 
cool. And she was like, yeah, like, I want to, you know, help you. I love what you're doing, man. I've been following you for some time now. And it's like, man, I got to get connected with her. Like, I love your videos. I love everything that you do. And this is this is what I do, you know. So I was like, all right, cool. So I told her um, about February we started the process, you know, getting everything, getting the paperwork. Um, I told her um, I had went ahead and got a truck. And I said, you know, because you got to have a truck to, you know, have the own authority and stuff like that. So I got my truck and everything was basically, you know, moving in silence at that point. Okay. I didn't say anything. I made it like, you know, I was still doing my videos, like, you know, vlogging about what's going on out here in the trucking world and stuff. And I just basically during that time period, I was really moving in silence building for this. So I told her, I said, well, I'm almost about to come out the truck. I said, May 1st, I'm coming out the truck. I said, I don't care what's going on, whatever it is. Here we go. Um, I get a call, April, my daddy. Uh, you need the, your grandmother's health is failing. Mm. What? Like that, I said, okay. I tell the people, I said, hey, I need to be in Houston like immediately. By the time I got to Houston, my grandmother went from the hospital to the hospice, just like that. Wow. So, I knew what was going on, man. I walked in there and it was just like, oh, my world just crashed or whatever. But just, I said, you know, I had to, at that moment, like, yo, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm not about to treat this as, I'm not about to see the situation as what it is. I'm going to see it like, she's here with me. Let me, let me enjoy the moments with her, you know? So I remember being at the um, hospice with her. And I stayed the night with her, and, you know, we talking. And I told her, I said, Granny, you know, I'm coming out the road in uh, May. So I, I said, you know, I'm going to need you to get back home, girl, so we can go and do what we're supposed to do. She's like, ah, baby. And I listened to all that. And, man, I'm talking about I knew when I had left because I had to get back on the road because, you know, you know, when you leasing a truck, it's like <laughs> you're going to put yourself in a hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you stay, the longer you stay out, Hey, you're going to end up owing this truck node and all this overhead and stuff like that. So I still had to maintain that and still stay on schedule and stuff. But I knew I had to make my peace the minute I left that room that you're not going to talk to your grandmother no more. And that was my really my biggest movement was to be home for May 1st so we can I can have that bond and have that the moments with her. But, you know, God had got the call two days later. You know, your grandmother didn't transition. So I'm like, ugh. So I'm on the road. I said, well, just send me the dates. You know, I think like about a few days later, I tell the people that I was working for at the time, like, hey, I need to be in Houston. I set up there for the funeral and stuff. And I told myself, I, I prayed. I said, God, just give me the strength to continue to do this journey. And at that moment, I said, you have two choices, Jay. You can either be depressed and you can just, you know, find yourself in another dark hole this, this time warning about your grandmother, or you can use this as strength and purpose to a greater reason what you're doing, what you're doing. And that's exactly what I've been doing. And so um, from May going to now, I can't tell you how blessed I am. Like, it's almost, I have, I have close people that I talk to, because, you know, you can't talk to everybody about things that's going on in your business and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm reminded by those individuals that, man, it's your grandmother, your grandmother. Yeah, yeah. Like, she got you. Like, right. And, <laughs> and she I saw was, the vision early, and she's making sure it comes to fruition. Her and that man, <laughs> tell her, hey, you need to give my grand, my granddaughter this. And right. Make sure she got this, too, and it's happening. It's almost right. it's so 
um, when everybody, and I'm, I'm so blessed to have so many supporters that have been watching my journey because everybody gets excited about what's going on. Like, hey, man, how you feeling? All this stuff. And I tell them, I say, like, you know, it ain't hit me because it's like, I feel like, you know, I have not reached that yet. And it still probably won't hit me. It's like, I feel like I got to make sure everybody else good. Everybody else eating, I'll be all right. You know, right. I myself later you know what i'm saying right now we got to get this company started we got to get this foundation i think i just been so goal oriented go focus on this journey to the point where i just have not dealt with the personal losing my grandmother yeah. and all that stuff. it's just like man i just i have this um spirit in me that's just like man you're gonna be non-stoppable you know what i'm saying keep god first i can just hear her just keep god first you go you're gonna be able to touch whatever you want to touch and it's and it's been going like this you know i'm projecting on the fleet december no less than 20 trucks mm. okay. and i just opened up april for business and i'm like four months in right now that's no less i'm not gonna say <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, i'm not no gonna doubt. say how many? But right. I'm gonna say no less than that. Seriously. No doubt, no doubt. So, so dope story, dope story, incredible story. Um, Houston and Texas in general is a trucking, you know, state, trucking town, right? How 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 is it being a woman entrepreneur um, amongst you know uh, in a, in a male dominated industry, especially in Houston? Because I know it's a lot of trucking going on in Houston. You know what yeah. I mean? How, how is it? Is it pressure? Nah, I bring the pressure. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I feel like I, I, um, and I've had messages and, and, you know, people just seeing me wherever I'm at, like, man, you, you keep me on my shit, Jay. Like, it's to the point where it's other people in different industries that say you keep me inspired, like real estate and all this, you know, different parts of not just trucking. And I'm like, you know, it's it, like I said, after you didn't lost it all, you know, went through something like me, it's like you finally get a taste of leveling up and get a taste of that success. You're going to do all that you can do to not lose that. It's like, yo, you winning, you want to stay winning. You want to still, you want to stay grinding. So I bring that pressure. Like I'm me in my own lane and it's not like, oh, I'm trying to do like this person is. I couldn't tell you what the next person doing because I'm so focused in my own lane. No doubt. So, see, I have a lot of love and support out here in my hometown. Like, um, you're, you actually the first, um, interview I've been able to do on another platform. I have two mag Houston, um, popular magazines that then contact me about, Hey, we need your story. We need to publish you in our, you know, in our magazines and stuff. So I still got to get that together and stuff, but man, I mean, you know, I'm gonna have my hate. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know right, saying? right. But I've learned early on to not focus on the hate, focus on this love. I got too much love around me to just feed into any type of negativity you know what i'm saying so it's like yo i'm blessed man i'm in my own lane i'm doing my thing like anybody can hate on a woman that's doing this out here for her child and for her family like if you, that's something personal that you got to deal with at the end of the day it's the sure. end of the, so for how sure. you feel about me I, that's definitely got nothing to do with me 100 <laughs> percent. You, you throughout your journey i'm sure you've learned so much what what's some of the main things that you've taken into this new business venture from what you've learned in the past? What are some of the main ingredients that you're taking to move forward? Taking everything for face value. I've, I've lost some close friends during this time. 
you know, and I had made a video on my own. Like I had a YouTube before my second one and I lost that channel and I rebuilt this one up. And right now I just looked, it was at, I think 18K now, you know what I'm saying? So my, it's growing. But on my old videos, I had said that during the process of you leveling up, right? And you trying to reach up there, you trying to get to the top. I said, you know, you're going to have people that fall off. Not I mean, when they say it's lonely at the top, it's not lonely because you're the only one that's out here making money or you're the only one that's out here that's, that's doing things, trying to strive for greatness. It's lonely at the top because people start falling off during your journey. Each level that you get, you're going to have people that just fall off to fall off. And I used to take the stuff personal, but now I take everything for face value. I think like maybe God removing these people for a reason. Like I swear, I really start praying, God remove anybody out of my life that's not for me. And I really start losing friends. Seriously. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing is just accepting that it's okay that people that you start off with is not supposed to be a part of your journey. You know, it's okay to, you know, go hard and grind and, and focus and be self-full during this moment that you're trying to, you know, reach the greatness and everything. So that's really the main thing. Everything else for us to truck in, you know, trying to generate wealth within your company. Like that just goes off of just, you know, you know, making sure that you have the right processes in place, making sure that you're taking care of your drivers, making sure that, you know, you're doing book the book activities you know everything is by the book don't try to do any try to oh well, i'm gonna try to hustle and do this or get a hookup right there i don't do none of that you right. know i got on one of my drivers because he didn't have a bank account i had just had to my uh a uh, boss lady i uh can i do cash i said i said this is your last <laughs> cash you don't have a bank account by monday sir right. You're getting paid over here right you know, it's right. ain't no so <laughs> i try to make sure everything is super professional you know over here or whatever but yeah man that's pretty much it because you're gonna deal with a lot of things that you like it's gonna question like man i mean you and my homie you know like what's going on and stuff and then you know people just gonna start falling off as you level up in life so i take everything for face value you know i wish you great i uh, wish you the best but i'm so focused on me you'll be no come back around if you don't then chunk dudes wish you well baby <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. How, how much of an edge do you think um, being a driver yourself for, for so long gives you in business now? How much of a man? I, I swear, I tell people all the time, like I get people like, oh, I want to have me a trucking company and all this stuff. And I yo, it's way more to you just buying a truck to have a trucking company. And I'm glad I started from the bottom because I told myself, man, you can't, I, and I'm just, I'm not saying nobody can. I'm just speaking of like, I feel like in order for you to learn, know something, you're going to have to know everything from the bottom on up, you know? And I've learned that in, even in corporate America, where a lot of these people started from the bottom on up, where this is why they know they're so knowledgeable and they understand what's happening down here first. So I feel like with me starting off as a trucker, I mean, I have a full understanding of what's going on out here, how to deal with these shippers, how to deal with, you know, making their customers happy, just being a professional driver as an overall. And me just saying, oh, I have money in the bank and just going to go buy me a truck. Then you're going to get your behind whooped mm. big time. You're going right. to get your behind whooped or whatever. So I'm glad I started off as a driver because I feel like I had this like a, a bonus, you know, it's just like, you know, of extra qualification of you actually being the owner of your trucking company at the same time. Got you. Got you. What's your strategy as far as moving forward? What, what What's your business model? Are you, are you working load boards? Are you, are you tacking dedicated lanes, contracts? What are you, what are you doing to grow right now? 
contracts. I haven't touched a logo. I don't know nothing about no debt. I know they had truck stop or something like that. I have not. I have not touched <laughs> a logo. And let me tell you, like I, I was. I was. Well, let me ask you. How did you get to that point? Because everybody's not that fortunate. No, no. Okay, so this is what happened. During the time that I was coming home, starting January and February or something like that. Well, actually, really February. Um, February, what I used to do before I used to get home, right? I used to look up like little warehouses and, you know, manufacturer companies and stuff like that, right? I used to call all of them. And what I used to do is I used to approach them in a way like I already was established. You feel me? And I used to tell them like, hey, you know, I see that you have this type of, I used to do my research. And this is what I've learned how when it comes down to negotiating uh, contracts, negotiating uh, numbers with any company. I learned this from corporate America. You attack and you approach it, but you do your history behind. Hey, so you guys been established since 1981. You guys have, you know, this type of a material coming out of here. I already did your, you know, I see you guys move this many trucks and this many numbers or whatever. You know, my company can come in and step in and help you out with this or whatever. You know, how can we be an asset? How can we help you guys, you know what I'm saying, stay afloat and keep your production moving? Oh, well, I ain't gonna lie, I got a whole bunch of no's, but mm. it was some too, you know what I'm saying? Mm, right. So I was basically building up my network before I even just had my my company established, you know. Mm. I have people just now actually the ones that I had somebody had told me no, oh no, you know, we're not gonna need anything, but I'm gonna keep your your information um on file. So what I always did was just always keep a good good i'm telling you relationships and everything well i appreciate you you know i probably check in with you here and there this man just reached out to me like hey it's gonna be crazy for peak season can we use some of your trucks to move this freight absolutely right, right. So, <laughs> right. right. absolutely you know and so i had that going on and then uh boom um i had uh, went ahead and registered for amazon as well you know that's what i had basically put out there so i'm not gonna share the other work i got going on but i will talk about the amazon okay and so I, um, you know, basically had, um, made sure that I was, um, I had everything that they needed. You know, I met all the qualifications and I think it took for like almost a couple of weeks. They reached out and said, hey, we got these lanes, you know, I see you right here in Houston. You know, what you like to run? Absolutely. Mm. So, <laughs> but I tell you, uh, it was a, you know, it was a struggle first starting off and stuff because it is true. Which uh, we're having a new authority, like a lot of people, like ah, oh, you know, you just start, just you know, reach back at us. But right. but I started building up that no, that that um, that network before I even got established. It's like it was a little bit more smoother process for me. Like I was more proactive than reactive when it came down to, um, you know, making sure that I'm gonna have some revenue coming up into this this company or whatever. Got so, you. Dope, dope. Talk to me about your team. I know you're not doing all this by yourself. Do you have a team? Um, I do have a team. I now have a human resource. You know, um, I, I actually have a third party that I work with for human resource, but I have my personal person that I deal with. You know, matter of fact, when we get off of here, I'm got to go to her house to go ahead and, you know, basically get this meeting. I'm going to have my first conference team meeting tomorrow. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I, um, I have somebody else that I'm already hired starting September. I just talked to her. There's actually somebody I used to work with in uh, corporate america but she was helping she helped her cousin out with their trucking company and i was able to talk to her comp her um her uh, 
cousin and she i mean any, everything just started going down here and she told me you know it's the drivers my brother was um hiring anybody or whatever so you know jay you know make sure that you always on top of your drivers you don't hire though anybody so i was able to get that information from her so that lady is actually going to help with the dispatching uh keeping up with the maintenance like i have this um system that i um basically put together that all my trucks is, you know, listed and, you know, we able to keep up with the, you know, maintenance and like, able a, to, like a TMS system type of thing. Or? Exactly. Okay. I have all this uh, set up or whatever. I actually built that myself. So, okay. uh, yeah. So I'm just me. I'm sitting in the background building up processes. So when we go to the conference tomorrow, you know, I'll be able to. I, and I tell everybody, even my driver's like, yo, is there anything that you guys want to bring to the table to make this, you know, company better? I'm open. You know, everybody know that about me, but I'm serious too. Don't get out here doing a woolly the foo-foo because I'm a to like the cuckoo, okay? So that's <laughs> the, it's the like, <laughs> so it just feels good to everybody like, yes, ma'am. Okay, yes. Anything else or whatever. So we have our first team member. Then I have a, a backbone of my uh, company, basically. Somebody that checks the trucks, make sure that my um, everybody is on, on staff with the logs and all that stuff. And I build all this during my process. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Were, were you still jumping the truck? Oh, yeah. I still jump in the truck. I still jump, <laughs> like, I just got out the truck last week or whatever, you know. So, yeah, I still I'm still a worker of my own company. You feel me? I'm still a worker. I told you I got people that make more money than I do. In my own <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a worker because it's like we're not there yet. I can't let up. You know, eventually I will have to be in a position where I'm going to have to sit in the office and run the operations or whatever. But right now I'm able to manage because I didn't put people in position to, hey, I need you to take care of the onboarding and the human resources. I need you to take care of that. I have my own payroll. Um company that i have too so really i still if i see that it's some money on you know and it's some money that we need to get okay yeah i'm happy to truck to get that money you know what i'm saying exactly. revenue or whatever but eventually i'll be out the truck but i i love it you know i just went on vacation i went to florida you know what i'm saying and was able to drive there make me a bag and come back with a bag so man that's how that's how you do it <laughs> that's how you do it no doubt no doubt so uh, other other than the fleet that you're building are there other extensions to the business that you're looking to build also yeah i have two different um i have two different things that i'm working on right now yeah and that's um, can you share a little bit of that with us or is it still um under wraps uh, mid it'd be mid-september that yeah that would be a uh either mid or the end of september or whatever i gotta go out to atlanta um let me see. It's going to be another part of transportation. It has nothing to do with trucking. Oh. So another, yeah, it's another part of um, transportation business that I am getting into. Okay. My own self or something. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, have to br- we'll have to bring you back to talk about that <laughs> once that comes to fruition. Absolutely. So I have that that's going on. And um, I'm trying to tap into something else with um, Amazon also. You know, it's something that... Um, Somebody brought to my attention about something, so I really want to tap into that. So if I can tap into those two and have a different two um, more entities on that bit on that business note or whatever, then you know I'm gonna finish out the year with those goals in place. You know, this is the last quarter of the year, so it's grind time, and I just want to give it I'm giving my all or whatever. So that's what's going on. With me. Got you, got you, <laughs> dope, dope, dope. You mentioned um, earlier uh, Tiffany, right? That's, yes. You could say like that's like a mentor, right? How, how, how important is mentorship to you? And how do you think that people looking into get to get looking to get into business should try to find a mentor? 
one of my mentors I met on social media, we built a bond, like a strong, strong bond. And this actually uh, somebody that hit me to the second uh, transportation business that I'm starting in the end of September, mid-September, end of September, maybe going somewhere between September and October. I'm saying okay. like that. And uh, it is so important because it feels good to actually have somebody that you can talk business, talk numbers to, let them know what's going on and, and what kind of money, especially the money part, because like being as myself, I've never seen, you know, a certain amount of money a week. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, I got this, you know, I want to probably do this with my money. Okay, cool. Make sure you do this as well. Like you have somebody that can walk right. you through whatever. So it's so important to have your mentors. And I, I feel like if you the smartest one, in the room, you already, you're the smartest one in your circle, you're already losing. You mm. feel me? I, I don't want to be the smartest one. I want to make sure that I have people that are experts in other things that I can tap into. So that's the good thing about having mentors, somebody that, you know, they already have been through what you've been through. So it's like, yo, yeah, you'll be all right. You're doing good. Just make right, sure. right, right, right. I had a stills and they be, and it's so calm because I'll be like, I, I gotta do it. They're like, man, just calm down. Everything's <laughs> you know, you're gonna do this or whatever. So I'm blessed to have my mentor, my uh, and Tiffany. Tiffany is like uh, basically somebody. I, I mean, we text more than anything. You know, we talk because she had people that come in and ask about me. So people, she didn't got a whole bunch of people from my platform that didn't got into her. You know, her type of business and everything. Like, hey, Jay, you know, um, you know, what, what's this part of trucking and stuff like that? I'm like, oh, Tiffany, they mean this. Oh, girl, I feel so dumb. Thank you. Like this. So, <laughs> down to you know business everything so it's a blessing just to have some people that all in your circle just want to see you win and they are winning at the same time no doubt no doubt yeah. so so i always ask three to five years where, where do you where do you see your company three to five years you already know I, in a year you got 20 trucks coming right oh i yeah, I already projected. I already well, did we, not even a year. We said under a year. So we got the 20 trucks. So three to five years. Where, 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 where are we looking like? Oh, uh, yeah. Three to five years. I don't think I was main, mainly focused on how many trucks. I was mainly focused on the revenue that I want to bring in to the company a year within my third period year, you know. Man, I don't really want to talk numbers on you. I'm kind of scared. The feds might be watching us. So like, <laughs> Listen, put put it out there. Put it out there. Listen, this this show right here is blessed, right? So right. we 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 have a hedge of protection around this show. When you put numbers out here on this yeah. show, they come they come to fruition. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. In three to five years, right? I want to be able to have my drivers being able to bring in a salary of between seventy five to hundred k. I love that. I like how you put that. You 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 said that you you basically put it. What can you do for other people in three to five years? Not about you. Right. What, what can you do for your drivers in three to five years? I, I I like that. Yeah. So if I can have people that come on and they be able to make that type of salary within the company or whatever, like I feel like yo, I really did it. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody good, everybody comfortable. You can go buy your house, go buy that car that you wanted. Man, you can sit up here and use my job. Y'all been at the company for two years. You damn sure right, sir. <laughs> been up here for two years. You right, man. So, uh, and and really, the reason why I'm grinding so hard, because I want to be able to give all my drivers a bonus for December. 
for a Christmas bonus. You know what I'm saying? So I want to give them holiday bonus. I ask everybody, so you ever had a bonus for? Oh, no, not a trucking. You know, nobody. Yeah, you had, you had certain bonuses or whatever, but I want to be able to give them the holiday bonus, you know, during December. So that's why I'm like trying to go hard, trying to get everything in position or whatever, because we are we're growing over here at Jay Rich Incorporate. Like it's really it's getting there. It's getting no there. doubt. So 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 for the people who are on the fence. Is the trucking industry strong and is entrepreneurship all it's cracked up to be? Man, I'm going to say this, man. You got to have the heart. And I, I told somebody, I went live on my Instagram. They was like, man, Jay Rich, I want to do what you're doing. I said, man, if you ain't willing to lose it all and give it all, man, you're not ready for entrepreneurship. Like, I I, I give it. I went broke. I didn't fill out my account plenty of times on some stuff, you know what I'm saying, just to have this establishment going. Like I told you, I make sure that everybody else is eating. So if you're not focused on building your team because when you – when, you, when it comes down to entrepreneurship or whatever, you got to have a team behind you. I'm blessed to have my people to tell me, chill. We got it. You know, we got it. Relax. You know, spend time with your son. Like I just told him, like, they was they had messaged me about something. I was like, I'm at the movies. Text me. Somebody said, ah, oh, fuck that, boss lady. I don't enjoy your day, man. <laughs> you know so, man, if you, don't, if you don't do right by people, by taking care of your team, I tell you one thing, it's going to crash. You know, you can't be up in here thinking about yourself. And me, I'm not really, I'm focused on the money, but I'm not. Like, I'm focused on growth. Because mm. if you put yourself where you focus on the amount of money, you're going to end up losing already because you, you probably can pass that amount that you're thinking about. But if you focus on growth, you focus on building your team, that money is going to go, like, <laughs> far beyond you can ever imagine. So I'm worried about the growth. So being a trucking... Yeah, it's worth it. Absolutely. Mm. It's okay. absolutely. I mean, shit, I lost it all just last year and look where I'm at right now. So you got to ask yourself, is it worth it? Mm. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. All right, listen, final thought. We're going to wrap it up. We've been rocking right. for a minute. This show has been everything that I imagined it would be. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's, let, let's, let's get a final thought and then let's let everybody know who doesn't already know where they can find you. Whoever's been under a rock somewhere, where they can connect with you on IG, YouTube, et cetera. But let's start with that final thought. Let's, let's close them out. The final thought. This, my, this, this is my deal right here, man. I always tell people, don't focus on what's happening to you. Focus on what's happening for you. Mm. That's been, that's been a, a big piece of this journey right here. You know, and I start focusing on what's happening to me, all the things I went through, you know, and stuff that I'm still dealing with. And I, I changed that that energy into something positive. Like I said, my grandmother's death is purpose now. It's a bigger purpose of what I'm doing. I'm doing. So that being said, you can find me on YouTube at J Rich Live. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, doubt. You can uh, find me on Instagram at J Rich Trucking. Um, on my Facebook, I have a Facebook page. Um, it's J Rich. Also, everything pretty much J Rich. You type it in, you are gonna find me or whatever. So that name, and I got that name from a basketball name, man. Back in when I used to hoop and high, and oh, um, you used to play ball. And I tore my ACL, man. I had a, a scholarship to go to uh, Tennessee State University, and I tore my ACL my uh, second year, my junior year, and I just. You know, they was already like peeping me, you know, scouting me and everything. And I just like, I let it go. Like, man, forget it. Oh, wow. 
Well, yeah. I didn't I didn't know I that. I didn't know that. Every day, you know wow, what I'm saying? See, I didn't do my job. I should have got into that early in the interview, man. <laughs> man, I should have gotten into that. That's dope though, okay. I'm I'm, five, I'm like almost five eleven. So it's like yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was a hooper. Yeah, I was a hooper for real. Yeah. Dope, yeah. dope, dope. Well, listen. I hear man, I gotta get up out of here, man. Listen, do, do your thing. It's been so dope having you on the Thank show. You been well worth the wait. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. And listen, I wish you so much success. Your energy is dope. I love it. I see big things for you. You're a fam now. You know what I mean? So listen, man, we going to support Jay Rich. Make sure y'all go in the inbox. Tell y'all listen to the podcast. Say what's up. Jay Rich, thank you so much. It's a blessing to you as well. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself, all right? If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.